Welcome to the Open Bell, a podcast for trumpet players, by trumpet players, and a cornet guy. I'm your host, Bill Stoneman, and I'm joined by my good friends and fellow trumpet geeks, Brian Appleby Weinberg and the humble Hulk himself, Joey Tartell. This episode of the Open Bell is brought to you by the World Trumpet Federation. Make your way over to www.worldtrumpetfederation.com and find the truth about trumpet. Sure, the internet is full of all sorts of trumpet crazy, but we're here to set the record straight and provide you with some real resources for becoming a better player and teacher. If you've counted to 100 and still aren't the player you want to be, you should be thinking WTF and heading on over to the theworldtrumpetfederation.com. And by Dylan Music. The Open Bell Podcast is thrilled to welcome our newest sponsor, Dylan Music. Located in Woodbridge, New Jersey, Dylan Music has been serving musicians since the store opened in 1992. Steve Dylan and his exceptional team run a full-service music store that is favorite to many of the New York pros as well as some common folk like us here at The Open Bell. Sells, repairs, custom mouthpiece work, you name it. Dylan does it. And personally speaking, what I love about Dylan's is being able to speak directly to a trumpet player on the other end of the line. More importantly, a trumpet player I trust. Working with Jim McCombs and Perry Sutton over the years has been amazing. They have really taken care of me and my students with everything from repair to finding the right horn for the right player. Seriously, their expertise makes a very daunting process very easy. And if you can't make it to Woodbridge, New Jersey, you should check out their inventory online at dylanmusic.com or just pick up the phone and call them and talk to the most knowledgeable staff in the game. 732-634-3399. Now listen, Dylan is excited to be part of the Open Bell podcast as well. In fact, they have created a promo code for our listeners, 5% off accessories when you use the code OPENBELL5. This is a one-time code so stock up the open bell podcast is comprised of three segments warming up a couple things and no offense we use these segments to haggle harangue and hurl but never hide information that we believe is helpful for happy trumpet hang no offense brian gentlemen shall we Each week, Warming Up is brought to you by ChopSaver, that perfect all-natural lip treatment created by the one and only Dan Gosling. And as if you needed another reason to get some ChopSaver, Dan has provided us, and you don't, he's provided us with a promo code. (laughs) Promo code. For you to get 15% off your next order. So go to www.chopsaver.com and use the promo code BELL, that's B-E-L-L, for a 15% discount. Right, so you want a lip treatment that is made in the United States and all natural? Choose Shop Saver. Yeah. And now for the opposite of all natural and made in the United States, That's right. <laughs> Brian Appleby Weinberg, the exactly. British barrister of cornet. <laughs> <laughs> that is beautiful. <laughs> all right, so um, I'm uh, I'm playing a solo this weekend with the brass band. Uh oh, on trumpet. Well, I am oh. actually playing. Oh trumpet. my gosh, you're playing oh, trumpet? Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm ashamed to admit it, but I'm not so worried because you know it's only six listeners. But I am. Bill, best playing, question ever. I, I never would have even thought. I, I don't know why I said it. This is why I brought it up. Um, it's sort of like, um, you know, I was going to be outed by the paparazzi. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, I, so I would have somebody would have texted me a picture. Somebody was going to oh, out yeah. me. Yeah, no doubt. It's a piece by Philip Spark. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's uh, it's Manhattan. And so I'm doing the first movement, the serenade. I don't think it works on cornet. And I think here's my out. What? Um, yeah. <laughs> OK, Here, here's my out. We'll so, tell you a story, but we're coming back to that. OK, so so, you know, in church, when there are instructions about whether you stand or sit or kneel, <laughs> It's always the first thing that is preferred, right? Stand or kneel, stand or sit. Um, and uh, so it's always the first thing. So the part says trumpet or coronet. Dude, it always says trumpet or coronet. It never, <laughs> coronet's never first. It should always be first. But yeah, it's, um, I don't think it works on, on coronet. How can you say that? It's just the I, wrong sound I'm, for I'm the so style. Happy, I'm so because happy of right the, now. Because it's the bottom, because the second part of it's high. No, it's just that even the beginning, I don't think the sound quality, it's it's more of a doc bravura type of playing, oh. even though it's soft at the beginning. And it was written for Woody English. Who was an amazing trumpet player. Trumpet but player. no, yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> so I just can't make it work on cornet. I just don't. It doesn't. 
I'm so happy. There's right nothing now. about I it that feels right sh- to me on Cornet. Shocked. I've done that- it on Cornet, and it just I'm like this just doesn't. There's nothing about it that feels right. So I'm admitting here in front of you and our four listeners that I'm playing a brass band concert and I'm playing a trumpet solo That's on not, trumpet. I don't think it's okay. I think <laughs> I think when people find out, you're going to have to turn in your card. Might you might have to renounce your British citizenship. <laughs> yeah. Point. And you just passport. got back. Yeah, I know. Actually, yeah. what, what you don't know is they told him, and he told him that he was going to do this. They threw him out. Well, they <laughs> took his cornet. That's why he's using a trumpet. That's they right. He had to leave it. That's right. <laughs> you leave this here. You don't get you to go take home that now. with you. <laughs> wow. You're playing yeah. trumpet yeah. on a brass band piece on yeah. a solo. But yep. it's a, it's a come on. <laughs> I'm that should be at, I'm looking cornet. at the part right now. How do you? No. Even I'm confused at this point. Like, I'm looking <laughs> no. at this thinking, this pretty much looks like a cornet piece to me. Yeah, It's it a does, cornet piece. It's, I played on cornet. I played on trumpet. When I play it, I, there's, it feels like I'm doing something wrong when I'm oh, playing it on well, cornet. I could it's agree. Very, no, when I'm playing on the cornet. <laughs> I think well, you're doing something wrong. I, I think we we all know that when Brian's playing, he's usually doing <laughs> it wrong. He's doing it wrong. <laughs> wow. Wow. Oh, I, you just think you can't be loud enough. Is that it? Oh, I can it's always be like I can always be loud enough. You know that. <laughs> yeah, first hand. Are, are you are you muting on the end? Or are you playing open? Cut mute on the end. Cut mute. Yeah. Uh, Not solo on. tone. Solo tone. No Not... solo tone. <laughs> a solo tone without stickers. Yeah. I'm hearing yeah, there solo might be tone a, a, new, a new mute coming out of Tennessee soon. It might be uh, perfect for that. Oh. <laughs> Mom's the word. Just saying. Mom's the word. Just saying that it's possible. Nope. <laughs> It's not happening. <laughs> there's there's stuff in development. Nope. It's okay to say things are being developed. A lot of research and development going exactly. on. Exactly. A little R and D. But not by Joey. Nope. Well, no, I would never know anything. Joey's got he's exactly. yeah. He's not had the same kind of influence that you and I have had on some of these projects. Well, we're givers more than he is, really. <laughs> oh my yeah. Gosh. He keeps to himself. I will he's kill quiet. You both. <laughs> well, Joey, please get us out of this because I'm stunned. All right, well, prepare. You're going to like this one. I, I know it's been a couple weeks now, but we need to talk about Lizzo, and we have to talk about uh, the crystal flute. Because okay. I, I've been... <laughs> no, I'm not shocked that yeah, we're doing this, or no, that no, you're bringing it up. No, it's but important. I just, what? I what is think happening? This is important. I actually didn't see it coming. Okay, I did good. not see this. All right. Here, here's, here's why. I think everybody's looking at this, every, almost everyone is looking at this completely wrong, and I'm going to help. Was a lot of that tonight, so go ahead. You might, exactly. you might, have, you might have given this some thought. <laughs> yeah, I've given this a lot of thought. So so if you didn't follow this a couple of weeks ago, Lizzo, who's a, a, a gigantic pop star, right? This is mm-hmm. a pop music star, right. uh, a, a, a amazingly popular right now. Um, what most people may not know is that when Lizzo went to college, she was a, a flute major. Right. So she plays flute. She's played flute on stage. She's played flute on stage at the Grammys. She's, you know, if you didn't know that, it's reasonable you might not know that. Yeah. So there's a connection made through the Library of Congress, and you know, like James Madison owned this crystal flute. And she's like, can I check it out? So there's some video of her, uh, I think, in the Library of Congress. And oddly enough, if you Playing watch it, it's flute. great. She's playing Carnival of Venice, which I love, by the way. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So she's playing. She's a flute player, and she's playing flute. And so she said, "Hey, listen, I've got a show tonight. Could I play it on the show?" And they, of course, got nervous. Well, hmm. so it was packed in its whatever hermetically sealed container and brought over by people who are guardians of yeah. it. That were right off stage, handed it to her, go on stage. She played, took it right, put it right back in. You know, there was all this protocol to do this, right? Cause it's a, it's a big deal. It's a piece like of with history. the declaration, right? Cause it's a, it's yeah. a piece of, it's yeah. a piece of history. Or the now, 15 commandments. They're yeah. <laughs> 10 and you're out. <laughs> I'm, I'm out. <laughs> so <laughs> there's, there was a lot of flack aimed at, her and then at the Library of Congress for letting her play this. And even among musicians, and these are the people I want to go at, I'm not going at the political side of this at all. This is not a political podcast. We're not getting into politics. We're going to stick with musicians who had a problem with this. And I'm going to explain to them why they're wrong. Yes. <laughs> and it's very, very clear to me. 
This get is, in line, after all, Brian. what you do for a living. This is what I do for a living. I want you to think about uh, trumpets and pop culture. So, like right now, we've talked about this before. We've got Wynton Marcellus that is bigger than the trumpet world. He is out mm. there, right? And He's Chris famous. Bode, who is actually, you know, made pop records and you know it has actually recorded with sting you know like he's in the popular realm more than even just the jazz or trumpet realm Mm -hmm. Mm there have always been these people you know we've had chuck mangione we've had uh herb albert we've had uh um doc well doc severinson's a great one you know there's rafael mendez if you want to go back some generations Mm -hmm. uh Mm -hmm. you know harry Mm -hmm. james was famous famous you know there have always been these people that are trumpet players that are that people know outside of even the trumpet world even the general music world they're just part of pop culture and that is always a positive for our instrument yes always because even if even if you're not a giant fan of any of their music or you don't particularly think too much of but it's a plus for them to be putting your instrument in pop culture in to people's minds as something that exists with you this is good. how often do people really think about well what's going on with the flute today so <laughs> what happened there for a couple of days in the news is flute playing was in the news this is a positive for all instrumental music yeah yeah so right. if you're sitting there thinking, and I read it, I saw it, and this isn't some straw man argument. I watch people saying, well, who is she to be playing this flute? Well, I don't know. She's actually a flute player. That's <laughs> one. So mm-hmm. why not have a flute player? I don't know. Play a flute seems like a reasonable thing to do. It does. But then two, to get the press for an instrumental, a band instrument, an orchestral instrument, for instrumental music to kind of get this kind of free good news here is only good for instrumental music. Agree. Back me up here. Agree. Oh, yeah. And I've seen people jump on in a, in, in a very comical sort of way, but they're right about this. Hey, can Lizzo go play the French horn next week? Right. Right. <laughs> sort of like, <laughs> yes. In other words, catching on like, yes, this is a great thing. Yeah. Yeah. Look, PR, it's like PR, I've told, PR. You know, I've picked on bassoon players and told bassoon jokes my whole life. As right? And, well I, we and I say to them, yeah. there's no such thing as bad publicity. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just building sympathy as we go for you, right? <laughs> I mean, make a, you you all make a common enemy out of me, and everything's fine. Right. <laughs> no, you are absolutely right about this. There's no, and I don't understand this. This is the kind of thing you though you go in on too with like someone sings the national anthem or there's a performance oh, at gosh, at an yes. award show, and all musicians feel like they need to go in and tear somebody down. Yep. And I don't I don't get that. Right. If you want to know, yeah, if you want to know how bad a national anthem was, all you have to do is wait for one and get onto Facebook. And you're about to see that it was the worst thing that has ever happened ever. in the known universe. That's, yep. Yes. <laughs> right. Why? Because because musicians can be the judgiest people in the world about music. <laughs> Instead of thinking, how do we bring people in? They're doing everything they can to keep people out. Mm-hmm. Can we can we turn that around, please? Yeah. Yeah. A little bit more positive energy. Excellent yeah, point. That's what I've got. So thanks for thanks for letting me rant. Bill, what do you got well for done. us this evening? Well, I guess the thing is that my, one follow-up question on this is, oh, I, yeah. uh, you know, would you want Lizzo to play the trumpet or the cornet if given oh, yeah. the chance? Yeah, absolutely. Apparently, Brian, I'm afraid now he might say trumpet. Well, <laughs> Brian's going to make ask her to play trumpet. That no, obviously the cornet. Now, yeah. do you think Lizzo was nervous to do, to do this thing in the Smithsonian? I, I don't know. And if so, how many days do you think she practiced to get ready for it? <laughs> you mean in a row? In, well, I don't know. <laughs> or, or you just mean I total. Thinking, like it would be a commitment. 13. Right? It, it, I mean, I wonder if the Library of Congress says, well, listen, to be able to play anything we've got here, you need to do 100 days of practice. We need to document that. Yeah, we're going we're to need, need to see. Like, we're going to need to see how many days of practicing you did. I like this idea. I think we should right? contact somebody there. I, I'm just now, curious. I do, I do have contacts in the Smithsonian, but not in the Library of Congress. Like, our I'm going to make some phone, libra- make some phone librarian. calls. Our former music librarian is, a, is at the Library of Congress. Let's make well, a call. Go. Let's yeah. make a call. Yeah, Bob yeah. Lee Partido. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to know. There we go. I think it could be great. Yeah. yeah. Let's get on it. Cool. Oh, awesome. All right. Yeah. yeah. So, Bill, what do you have versus? Excellent point. Well, I had, I had a couple things I really couldn't decide, but I did want to say, like, you know, I've been, I know you guys are aware, I've been doing a bunch of writing. Yeah. You know, so. It's about this, time book you may have heard of and this is this brass band music i've done and you know this wasn't there a brand new choral piece 
There was, and it was premiered Saturday. Oh. Ah, how'd it go? Yeah, it was great. People okay, really the important part. People really loved it. You were in the audience. I was in the audience. What did you wear? Uh, were you wearing a black turtleneck? No, I, no, liar. It's not, it's not a conducting gig. I have, <laughs> Do we have any? But that's I was wearing a nice shirt and okay. a jacket, and I stood and I did the thank the choir, and I did the composer's wave at the end, and I sat right back down again. You yeah, didn't have to nice. stand up and talk about the genesis of the piece. Or... I didn't. No, the you our, didn't walk our, up on stage and our shake DCA? hands. DCA, no, DCA did that afterward. It was fine. She so she programmed a uh, a program of you mean music director of choral activities? Yes, I did. Yes, yeah. DCA, not, may, not everyone might, might know what that is. Right, not Drum Corps America. Exactly. Yeah. So anyway, uh, yes. Yeah, so she she uh, Joy me did a beautiful job of talking about the piece and and uh, and all that and and then but it was a program of Messiah professors and alums compositions, which was oh, really wow. cool. Wow, very cool. Yeah, it's impressive. And you wrote but the words and everything. I did. I wrote the text. It was all original music. And uh, yeah, and um, yeah, choir did a great job. That I'm working on getting a uh, a link for it now. I'll probably post it. And I'm really happy with it. It's very really cool. cool. Man, really that cool. That's very exciting. But that's really not what I wanted to talk about. Hold on. <laughs> but you you did talk. No, about I it. I did want to talk about that. You just mentioned it. I did. But then I had this thing. To be fair, this I'm week. the one who brought it up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it doesn't even count. Great. It's my turn to go warming up now. So I had a student come in this week, and I did a thing that I always do when we're starting a new piece. And I wonder if you guys do this. I I refer to this as the primer lesson. Okay. So if somebody's going to start a new piece Paint of music, gray. yeah, you, you know, basically clean slate. So instead of just saying here, take this, listen to some recordings, work on it, bring it back. I, we walk through it. We play oh, yeah. some stuff. We check in. We, we talk about some general concepts. We kind of do a primer on the piece before I send them out the door. Is this something you do? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, uh, um, if it's a short, you know, if it's one movement, like let's this week's gonna be the first movement. Now here starts like this. Play this. Touch maybe even touch some spots. Yeah. Let them hear some stuff. Here's how it ends. Make sure apps very important. So you get kind of you, and they're not walking in blind for lack of a better term. You yeah. Know, with no knowledge, at least they have a, an overview of what they're getting themselves into. Good. And then of course, yes, make sure you go and listen, and and do all those kind of things. But yeah, you want to have an overview. You want to know what you're. Uh I like Going it. For the it. Totally. I'm with you. Brian's going to disagree. I'm going to totally disagree. I I like it when they when they flail around a little bit and try and come to terms <laughs> with this this real this monstrosity. <laughs> oh my God, your jersey <laughs> is showing. <laughs> I, Yo, figure I, it out. You know, it's yeah. I mean, I'm happy to have. I mean, I'm happy to guide. Of course, when they come back in, but I do like them to sort of wallow around in it a bit on their own before they. Be oh, yeah. before we go over in detail. throwing them in the yeah. deep end say learn I do, how to swim i do a little bit Sink i do sort of them. yeah little, here's, little here's the cannon here's the cannon here are a couple recordings i'll see you next nothing. week you don't give him anything nothing very, here's very the cannon he's from texas here's yeah. a couple recordings. Give nothing. Him music you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i just assign it say go find it <laughs> go find Brian it goes listen to it learn hey, it i'm thinking about a piece <laughs> and a composer <laughs> Good you luck. figure it out. <laughs> you better right. have that ready next week. <laughs> exactly yes. how I want to hear it. <laughs> yeah, I do want them to um, exercise, make some musical decisions. You know, mm -hmm. do find some piece, parts that they struggle with, come up with some ideas, some strategies. And um, I don't want to cloud their, at the beginning for me, I don't want to cloud their interpretation of what they're hearing or what they're mm -hmm. seeing. Mm -hmm. I, I want them to try and flex some musical muscles and uh, on their own without my interference at first. Oh, cool. So no primer lesson for you. I don't do that, but it's a great idea. Okay. No, okay. I like sure. Yeah. No, it looks good on you. Hey, it looks, yeah. hey, it looks great on you. Hey, you give a primer looks... lesson, you get a free bowl of soup, <laughs> and I'm out. And I'm out. <laughs> you are way out and out of order. Exactly. <laughs> free bowl of soup. Oh, yeah. My. All right, boys. It's time for a new game. Oh, new oh, game. No. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be great. And as Joey again once again, I'm sorry I didn't I ever warn you about this because I forget you got to write a new bumper. I got to write a new theme song. I didn't Which, really have a name for this one. I was just going to call it No Shot because you guys have no shot. all of the games. Whatsoever. <laughs> no Shot? You got no shot at this whatsoever. There's 10 questions, and I'm my bet is. 10 questions. I think Joey could get. Ofer. I think Joey could get two of these. I'm going to say Brian's <laughs> got nothing. Two? I got nothing. Ofer. We're That's going, what I'm saying. We're, we're going 
a max of two for 10? I think, Joey, I don't think you can get more than two of these. All right. The president is currently rolling up his sleeves in his car <laughs> on his way to work. <laughs> yes. Just already, like, okay, already mad at us. You slackers. <laughs> I am in. That, he might actually do better than, than yeah. you guys on this. Actually, if, if three of the answers are Clark Terry, he's in. He's yeah. totally in. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, but instead, I came up with this name. It's crowded in the middle. the name of the game (laughs) joey's gotta write it down i love it yeah all right it's crowded in the middle essentially it's this i'm gonna give you the name of a famous trumpet player and you're gonna tell me their middle name what yep (laughs) you guys have no shot at this no this is gonna be i gotta say i know there's no shot at this ridiculous i knew none of these oh right i don't know any of these yeah but after tonight you will it's educational middle names Middle names. It's crowded in the middle. It's crowded so gotta, in the middle. All right. Are you ready? No. no of course not. <laughs> Do we get right. guesses? Or, I mean, we're guessing out of nowhere. Yeah, or are you I guess. Us choices. Oh no, no multiple choice. That would be too obvious for some of these. Oh my gosh. This is complete guessing. I can think of one that I know. Fill in the blank. Now, I'm going to say the name of the trumpet player. You guys are going to try to get the middle name. Okay. Okay. Joey, get your horn. <laughs> <laughs> here we go. Doc Severinsen. Well, his first name's Carl, right? That's right. You got that. And you have the Severinsen, so you're halfway there. Actually, you're two-thirds of the way there. No, we're zero parts of the way there because we're only looking for one thing that we don't have. <laughs> I love when he That's does the math. That's not how math works. <laughs> I love when he does the math. All right, so he's... Now, where's where's Doc from again? Do you remember? Like, uh, I thought he was from Oklahoma, but he's not. He's from Texas, mm, right? N- no, no, no. He's from, like, uh, Pacific Northwest. Oregon? Yeah. We did that I'm on a show. Pretty sure. Yeah, we All did right, So thing. he's from Oregon and he was born like either. about 400 years ago. So, what's the most common name in the Northwest about 400 years ago? Um, let's Even, about, go ahead. I don't know. Something crazy like Ezekiel? What do you think? Wow. That's a pretty good guess. It's Those are terrible guesses. His Charles. name is Charles. <laughs> Carl Hilding severinson yeah we're not getting that that's nope. not gonna happen right out right no out. shot that's a, fa- that's oh. a family family name so oh yeah. for one it's got to be a family name yeah all right maynard ferguson oh that's easy oh, i know this come one. on it's maynard his first name is walter yes walter, that one i know that's one of the ones i knew yes. you'd get yeah all yeah, right it's signed walter your che- walter maynard ferguson he signed your checks how would you not know that <laughs> I like the idea that he actually signed checks. That's hysterical. <laughs> Joey, come in here. I check for you. Come All right, in. hold on a second. I'm, ta- I'm taking $10 off this week Yes. for that stupid mute thing you did. <laughs> you know what you did. You know what you did. You sit there and think about it while I write your check out. All right. <laughs> I can see it with, like, a little visor. He's like, yeah. got an adding machine <laughs> that in his hotel room. Top. He licks the pen before he... Yeah. <laughs> I love this idea. <laughs> this is an oh. SNL skit. Okay. Uh, all right, so we're right. one. We got one for two. You guys got one, yeah. Uh, number three, Louis Armstrong. Oh, crap. We you should have this one, too. This. Oh, we should definitely know this. I felt like I should have known this, too, and I didn't. I don't know this. I don't know this, but... Um, yeah, I've no, I, 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 got, I have no, no idea. Hold on. I think I don't think James Moore is even yelling at his device no. right now. Lewis, let's say Lewis. Uh, he is, and we're going to be in trouble next Lewis week. George. This comes I'm going to go with George. Lewis George Armstrong. Brian, you got any guesses here? Harry. <laughs> Lewis no. Daniel Armstrong. Daniel. Oh, Daniel. There we go. I did. I did not know that. Nice name. No. I had no idea. All right. Okay. If you talk slower and let me type. Oh. I could do this really. I'd be pretty good at this. <laughs> <laughs> let me mute uh, myself. See the hearing clack, clack, clack. Clack, clack, clack. Daniel. Um, how about Miles Davis? Joey has oh, to know this one. I don't know this one. But this is I know one I've I thought you seen might. It. I thought this you is might. This one of those things I, I like I think I've seen in places, mm-hmm. but I have mm-hmm. no. Nothing? I, no I, guesses? No, no guesses. No. Well, hold on. We should guess. Now, he's from St. Louis, right? I think, Miles, I think Miles is from St. Louis and born in, you know, okay, so let's say a common name around that time. I'm going to go with uh, Miles. <laughs> mm, let's say Miles Williamson Davis. <laughs> wow. That's pretty good. It's uh, not right. 
Brian? No, I got nothing. Miles Dewey Davis. That sounds right. Yeah. I did not know that. Miles not know Dewey that. Davis. President yeah. just drove his car into it. It's a nice MG yeah. into I think yeah, he, he knew it. Wait, what does he, he drive? He had to have known it. A uh, Miata. Company Miata. car. Company car now. Yeah. Was he in a company car? Probably. He should. Um, okay. Number five. Freddie Hubbard. Oh, Fredward. Um, let's see. Fredward. Fredward. <laughs> <laughs> now, he's from wow. Indy. Nailed it. <laughs> right? So if you ask where they're from, we do okay, right? So Yeah. So Freddie's from Indianapolis. This is something we should know, right? Davison. Uh, you say Davison? Fred, no. Yeah. I'm going to say uh, William. Mm. Frederick Dwayne Hubbard. No idea. Oh, well, now I'm mad. Yeah, Dwayne Hubbard. Hold on. I, Hold on a sec. <laughs> He's uh, checking your work, Bill. I no, 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 no. I'm looking at something him. else. Uh, yeah, Dwayne. That's his son's name. Oh, cool. Because his That's son, cool. it's just years ago, I got this Facebook friend request from Dwayne Hubbard. And I'm like, that seems Yeah, that's got to be, right? And I look at mutual friends, and it's a whole bunch of trumpet players. And he's just out friending trumpet players. Oh, wow. That's cool. And so I was like, huh. sure, great. I've never met him, but you know, mm-hmm. but he's a big basketball fan. So he's put up mm-hmm. basketball stuff on Facebook. And that's where I'm like, I'm going in. Okay, but let's talk <laughs> Tim Duncan. You know, <laughs> But I, I uh, should have guessed that, though, because his son's name is Dwayne. Yeah, that would have been a good guess. Yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, Bud Herseth. Okay, this is one we should know. So we know Adolf. His, we know right. his first, know name, his is first Adolf. name is Adolf. Yep, Bud's we just know, a we, nickname. We know he went to college in Iowa. Um, mm-hmm. oh, I do not know. Bad. I don't know. His, I don't know his name. Yeah, I thought this was. Yeah, but let's go with something German. I'm going to go with Heinz. Okay, <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> I think you I'm... mean Akrasher. <laughs> There it is. <laughs> and you're out. I'm way out. Wow. All right, Bill, give it to us. Adolf Sylvester Herseth. No, I had no idea. Yeah. Sylvester. Yeah. So we should have been calling him Sly, not Bud. That would have been awesome. I love Sly Herseth. Sly. Let's change that. Historical change. That's funny. All right. How about Al Hurt? Albert. Hmm. Hurt. Albert. Vincent Hurt. Oh. Vincent. Wow. Uh, It's not Albert, interestingly. It's Alois. Oh, of course it is. Alois. Anyway, Alois Maxwell Hurt. Maxwell. Oh, Max Hurt would have been a better name. Max Hurt was a great name for a trumpet player. Why wasn't he going by Max? Killing. Let's fix that, too. All right. Sly Herseth and Max Hurt. I like Max Hurt. Yes. Yeah, on the team. All right. Uh, Blue Mitchell. No idea. No idea. <laughs> no idea. Given name Richard Allen Mitchell. Yeah, blue's a lot better. Yeah. Although he could go by Ram. Those are his initials. Ram. I'm just thinking. He could be. He could be the Ram. <laughs> yeah. Could be like a yeah. logo. Richard the Ram Mitchell. Yeah. Except he yeah. didn't play it. He didn't I'm play not it. sure how many of the presidents the get into these either. Yeah. We'll find out. Yeah. All right. Oh, you're gonna love this one, Joey. Gil Johnson. Oh my gosh! One of my own teachers. Do I know his name? Gilbert. Yeah. I don't know his middle name. How would I know his middle name? My students don't know my middle I, name. I don't know. Um, uh, I know my teacher's middle names. Gilbert. Do you? I do. That's crazy. I know. It's a weird thing. No, I think I need to call Barbara and ask her what her middle name is. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, that's that's number ten. <laughs> it's it's Maxwell. <laughs> is it really? It, it is no. not. <laughs> no. no. What's what was Gil's middle name? Gilbert Dwight Johnson. Ooh, he's the Rock. <laughs> no, Dwayne Dwight. Uh, that's Let's Dwayne. go into that. He's that's Dwayne. <laughs> yeah, I like Golfing Rock. I like yeah. Gilbert the Rock Johnson. The Rock Johnson's better. That's right. I had only one more, boys, and you are as <sighs> terrible at this so as far, I thought. Hey, you we would got be. one. I got one. one. I thought you'd get two. No shot. And it's not going to be this one, apparently. And I don't think it's going to be this one. Okay, Conrad Gazzo. And I, just while you're thinking, I'll buy you a minute. I love mentioning Conrad Gazzo's name on here because I think a lot of people don't know. I think that's a name that just sort of slips away, right? People kind of forget about Gazzo. Like you just keep bringing him up, keeping him on the radar. Okay, so Conrad was his real name. So Conrad and Gazzo was his real name. Mm -hmm. 
Abraham. I know, but I'm going to go biblical, and I'm going to say I've got a connection there, and it's Joseph. You are unbelievable. <gasps> no Abraham, way. D- Conrad, Abraham. Joseph, Gaza. Oh, wow. <laughs> I knew he'd get two. Come on. It's amazing. I nailed that wow. part of it. And this is, is the one I, I thought he would get this one. <laughs> He's my boy. Wow. I was going to lie and say that it was Conrad Weidinger Gazo. <laughs> Do we know Anton's middle name? No, but that's for another game for another okay. time, isn't it? You guys are yeah. going to start studying. We're going to yeah. start studying. For but you sure. know, in my in-depth Trading research info. for the show, and we know I do a lot of it. Obviously. Uh, <laughs> as soon as you type in a trumpet player's name, like, it pops up. There is it is. And you, yeah, like is... type in Harry James Hold or on. type in uh, Maynard Ferguson. Well, let's and the type first, in Blue you get Mitchell, the generic please. thing that populates in it, you know. Blue Mitchell, I think I had to dig for a little bit. Richard Allen Blue Mitchell pops there right in. Look at Bam. that. The Ram. Right the Ram. <laughs> he died the way Ram. too young as well. Gosh, yes. all those guys died too young. Absolutely. Yeah. I can't believe you didn't know Gilbert Dwight Johnson's name. I had no idea. Yeah. That yeah, so Keith, Keith's, Keith was Keith's middle name. It's John Keith Johnson, JKJ. All right. Oh, look yeah. At that. Yeah. So, all right, boys. Poorly done. Although I will, I do say this: <laughs> I was right with the amount we would get. It's two to zero. Exactly right. Yeah. Nailed All it. right. I'm I'm googling Barbara right now, and <laughs> it it shows up as like Barbara Butler, Barbara Butler. She doesn't want you to know. Barbara Ann Butler. Now maybe she doesn't have a middle name. It could be. He's been hiding it. Maybe. Yeah. But now I'm really. We're going on a mission. Now I'm curious here. It's going to be emailed tomorrow morning. Nowhere. I can't believe that Joey didn't guess Bale as one of the middle names. <laughs> when he was there doing the is. maths. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Trumpet patron Stephen Bale Weinberg. <laughs> I like that quite a bit. All right, boys. Time for a couple things. You know, they say, whoever they are, that perception is reality. And over the years, I've noticed an amazing phenomenon. In fact, I've mentioned it here before. It's that instance when a student is leaving a lesson and you're 100% sure that the two of you feel very different about how things went. (laughs) My example is always when the student's packing up with slumped shoulders and tears welling up as they apologize for the disaster that was the last hour. And I say, no, no, no. Today, we are finally starting to make progress. (laughs) <laughs> so which begins uh, brings me to my question for the day what defines a great lesson all right i made lists of course oh, you did fantastic so i made a list here's how here's how i went at this um because there are rules so because we're talking about <laughs> the perception i know you're shocked and i've given this a lot of thought <laughs> wow so i've made a list of three things from the teacher perspective and three things from the student perspective. Right. One of them is exactly the same. Okay. Right. So where do you want? Yeah. Where? Can, uh, I, I don't want to drive all of this, but I'm certainly happy to start. You want to start oh. student? Or you want to start teacher? Uh, start teacher. You, you, yeah. Start teacher. Sure. Start teacher. Sure. All right. Since we're teachers, we'll start from our perspective. So I think. I know for me, and you can tell me uh, if you agree or not, but from my perspective, here are the three things that I think make a great lesson. First, when I know that student has practiced, you can see that there has been work done so, so that you can go to the next place, either with that piece of music or to another piece, right? Mm-hmm. So if they come in and let's say it's a, I had a student a few years ago who was very, very dutiful undergrad, like just practiced all the time and wanted to make sure he came in and got everything right in his lesson. Mm-hmm. So after about the first three weeks, and I could tell, I'm like, wow, he's doing great. So I, I gave him a longer piece and said, this might not be something that you have totally together in one week, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. He seemed to take this as some sort of personal challenge, which <laughs> was not intended this way at all, but came back ne- the next week really frustrated because <laughs> He did not own this in one week. And I said, yeah. right. Not all music is just learnable in six days. That's just not how, you know, the mm-hmm. world works. Yeah. And he, he was really, really bummed out. But I had heard all of this. I said, great. You've done this much work. Now, here's what's next. Right? right? Yep. Or they've gotten to the place of being like, okay, I now 
have got the technical part of this, but I'm like, right, now let's, I, I don't hear the musical part. Can we get to the next level? Mm -hmm. Or, okay, that's really good. Now we're ready to tackle the next thing. Does mm -hmm. this ring true for you guys at all? Oh, for sure. Absolutely. For sure, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I like it. I, and, the, yeah, the concept of what I latched onto here, what I was, was the prepared student mm -hmm. makes for a great lesson. Right, right. So, because when you're prepared, that means we've got something to do. A yeah. student comes in and hasn't done anything at all, but we can talk about that. But yeah. <laughs> that's essentially about lesson. So that's 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 step one for me, right? Step yeah. two is when something goes wrong, when mm -hmm. something just isn't working, and it's right there. And this is often when students get most frustrated, because it's like. Uh, but like like what you're saying, Bill, so if something's going wrong and they're saying, but when I practiced this, it was really good, or I had this and it wasn't going, like, right, this is the room where I want things this to go where, wrong. That's right. Because yeah, if you that. sound yep. amazing in here and then keep coming back going, I can't do this and I can't do this and I can't do this, it's like when you hear this knocking uh, you know, sound out of your engine, you go to the mechanic and say, my car's making this knocking sound, and you're, you drive around the block and it's fine. <laughs> it's purring like a kitten. You know, I, I just had a student say this to me last week. She goes, well, I'm not really, I just don't think I was playing Clark too, double-tonguing. Oh, I just not really very good at the double-tonguing thing. I'm like, well, let me hear it. Plays through it. It's beautiful, connected, legato, right? Everything sounds great. And she stops and I look at her and I'm like, uh, what's going on? That sounds great. She goes, do you know when you take your car to the mechanic? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He said the exact same thing. But just today, a master student come in. We've been working on things, and he started playing. He played through an etude, and I said, huh, your sound sounds totally covered. Are you feeling okay? He goes, I know. I was practicing this morning, and I was trying to get, and it's just like I can't get this out. And I said, all right, now we got something to do. Yeah, exactly. All right. So I was sitting next to him when I do iTunes, but, but that kind of stuff I usually sit across. Mm -hmm. So I moved across the room. I said, okay, let's go. Now, and I, this is what I said to him. When this happens, notice not, I didn't say if, when. <laughs> things are always going to happen. You know, we're human, and so things are always going to be different. So when you run up against this problem, here's, let's see if we can get around it. Here's one way to go. So we worked through this, worked through this, worked through this. And like 15 minutes later, I said, now, Play that for me. Play me the first line of that again. He's like, oh, oh, huh. Mm -hmm. There it is. So when something goes wrong, you know, you know, because a lot of times, it, you know, lessons can be. And this is why teaching our lessons, especially at the college oh, level yeah. where we are, is so beneficial. You got to do it. Because yeah. if you've got a half hour lessons, it's hard. You want you want to hit as much stuff as you can. It's hard to get through stuff. Because there, there are times where you just want to talk for a bit, or there are times you want to work through, yeah. explain some things, take the time to go, okay, we're going to leave this A2 to this solo right now to go tackle this problem and then come back and plug it back in. Yeah, sure. If you've got a half an hour, then that's it. You're done. Yeah, <laughs> That's the end, yeah. So in, on my list, I refer to this, this aspect of it as what makes a great lesson is the unexpected and the expected. Both mm -hmm. of those things can make for a great lesson. So if somebody comes in and they're just like, yeah, I prepared this and, and they, it comes together flawlessly and you think, that was great work. You did great work. You're ready to play this for something. But then there's this thing, right? Something that breaks. Yeah. And those are great lessons. Right. It's That's a real opportunity. Dig in. Yeah. yeah. It's a real opportunity for an in and to problem solve. Yeah. Yes. I have a student who um, in rehearsals and in concerts and in auditions, is absolutely nails mm. and when they have to play in here it's like air balls all over the place <laughs> and like there's all kinds of stuff that goes on and it's just a real opportunity to talk about taking care of your face and making sure that you're doing these things in your in your practice yeah i i agree when things you're, go wrong you're just that intimidating brian <laughs> <laughs> Brian's a scary man because he doesn't He's help his kids lesson. at all. He just throws I, them in the deep end so they I learn yell, how to swim. I do yeah. yell a lot. Yeah. <laughs> that sucks. How come that's not better? It's been a week. <laughs> and You've had it for six days. Well, that should be yeah, perfect by should now. should be able to if nail I, Tomasi now. If I could get a primer lesson on this, <laughs> yeah, no, right. sure, I'd be fine. We don't do those. We don't do those. We don't do this. This is Rowan. Forget about it. <laughs> hey, you're the professors. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We, we are. They're the professors. They're, Figure it that's out. How that, that's how that goes. Figure it out. out. Figure it out. Figure it out. Exactly. Well, right. that, that is a ghoul saying, a gold saying, right? You need to go home and figure out why that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's I, totally true. But this is like, Joey, I love the way you said that too, because I said it to him in here like, hey, this is Trumpet Sanctuary. 
the door closes, this is where, right? We're going to leave here saying that either both of us sounded great. Okay. That's right. <laughs> we're going to yeah. cover for one another. We were nails. Oh, we were nails. I, this but, is how I've been selling lessons for yeah. decades now. When I, yeah. I when, when this gets to talking about ego, right? Because there's always that stereotype of the the cocky trumpet player, and it exists mm-hmm. because well, there are so many cocky trumpet players. That's right. So when I started teaching little kids, what I told them is, hey, listen, we're not doing your band music in here. Don't worry about that. But you, <laughs> if you listen to me, you do what I tell you, and you practice all the time. Band music's going to be really easy, and they're going to think you're great. It then, sounds but, like you're. <laughs> But one in here, we know the truth in here. So right. when I have this discussion with college students, and I'm like, they're like, what? you know, like in band, I was sounding really good. I said, good, good, good. We want them to think you're great, but we want to know the truth. So when you step into a practice room and close that door and you have that thought of, oh, my gosh, I suck. That's fine. Yes. Because that means you've got something to work on. If you close the door to that practice room and think, I mean, I'm the greatest, then right. you're not getting anywhere because you've allowed no place to go. Right. So you want to have that ego in check. So when you step into band, you should have the confidence of, I've done so much work in the practice room. This is easier than anything I demand of myself anywhere else. I can tackle this and I can own this and I can make this sound like a million bucks so that you can step in the practice room and go, Okay, but I know that I really still have so much stuff to work on. (laughs) If you can make that balance happen, this is what lessons are for. Lessons are for the time of, okay, I'm still working through and working through and working through. From the teacher perspective, that's my big giant number two. I like it. Yeah, Yeah, that's great. I love the idea of balance, too, because I think a great lesson is a balance of checking things off and discovery, right, of other stuff. Absolutely. No, 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 how much, like... I catch myself looking at the clock sometimes, um, not because when is this going to be over, but you know, I'm trying to sort of time out because I've got that meter running in the back of my head. Okay, I got to check the fundamentals. I want to get to the etudes. I need to get to the solo. I want to leave time for introductory stuff. You know, I, and and so I think that that balance in time of your time with them, if some of it is checking stuff off that's working really well, but then there's some stuff that's just you're trying to climb and climb and climb a mountain. I think that's a sign of a great lesson. Yeah, it is funny because there are times where I'll look down and go, okay. We have enough time. Let's go. You know, or you know, a lot of times I'll have back-to-back lessons. And today, for example, uh, my last lesson of the day one, needed to move. And so we moved him to another day. So the student right before then, like, we're going. And I said, okay, we got to where it's like, just over an hour. And I said, do you need to leave right now? He says, no, but what about? I said, oh, he had to move. So if you got some time. Because we needed, I needed, right. I needed need to keep 10 going. more minutes. Sure. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So we just take the time because I had it, you know, because mm-hmm. that's right. You got to have that. Okay, I'm not yeah. going to do my number three because I want to save that. Can I go to oh, the student side? Oh, you save your number three? Yeah, okay. sure. Because sure, my, sure. my, my number three is the same for t- teachers and students. Oh, okay. Mm, I like it. It's the same thing. So can we jump to students or are we still yeah. teachers? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. that's good. Okay, so from the student perspective, and I'm not saying they're wrong. They might be a little wrong. But mm-hmm. I think what oftentimes, especially young student, is when they play really well and they get to check things off. And they <laughs> think that's what makes a good lesson. Right. Sure. They're like, hey, listen. I got everything checked off. I don't have to do anything. I don't have to do that etude again because it wasn't good enough. Or I'm nailed not still that, doing that and solo. I nailed that, and yeah. I nailed that. I played that. I, nailed I, played that. It. I checked off everything, and so I win. Mm-hmm. Right? And they're not. <laughs> they're not wrong. What that shows is they prepared really well, and they have mastered the stuff that was put in front of them. Mm-hmm. It's a good starting point. Sure. Not the be all and end all. Have you seen this? Oh yeah. Yes. I I love it when when they mm-hmm. when they do it, and you're like awesome work now here's this layer that you haven't even thought of mm-hmm. and go, right. oh, no you're not supposed to have yet that's not that's the next thing mm-hmm. right there's yeah. always got to be that next step on that spiral staircase you're showing them up yeah, yeah. or just the next thing in front of you which yeah. i know I, i'm pretty sure i've told this story on here before so i'll try to make it short where i played through number two in the top tones book uh-huh. totally folded came back the next week drilled it like i had practiced i had it worked up had it nailed Played it through and thought, okay, Mr. Johnson, let's make with the compliments. He turns, without looking at me, he turns the page, turns his metronome all the way to the end. He goes, what I remember about this one is it's his, it's the fast is marking on my metronome. So he puts it and puts up his metronome going, well, let's hear this one. Right. I was like, but, I, but with the number, two, I thought it was 
with the good. Right. And, you know, so then I <laughs> no. saw, read that and he's like, well, with this one good. still needs a lot of work. With the back pad. <laughs> <laughs> you know, right. So there's always, there's always more to do there. Right. I, even, even with the good work. Yeah. I, those, I like to get etudes when this is a separate discussion really, but you know, I like to get etudes to the place where they're kind of half baked, you know? <laughs> right. So like, mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. You have a grasp on it of it right that's pretty good if you needed this for an audition in a week you could probably do it for a yeah. master class or something let's move on oh i'm right. not i'm not looking for perfection in etudes at all right yeah no right. i'm looking for ownership though yep yeah and, absolutely. yeah and then let's go on and apply that stuff to the next one mm -hmm. yeah exactly mm -hmm. or often I, I will do this i just did this today to a student she might be a little mad at me um <laughs> she played a charlier that was good mm -hmm. good and i said listen that's good I want to hear a performance of this next week. So mm -hmm. I just wrote yeah. down that number with performance, and we're going to start another one. <laughs> right. So just come in next week. We're just going to knock that one down, and it's going to sound like a record, and then we're going to move on to the next one. It's like, but, uh, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so right. I will do that as well. Like I, We're not going to work on it again. I just I do want to just hear it again, though. Like, show, yeah. me, show me you've taken the next step. I yeah. like it. Right. But but your point in this is that there's more to it than just checking them off and moving on, right? You you just want deeper thought on these things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think sometimes the students are like, if I got it checked off, then I win. Yeah, exactly. I I will give them a choice sometimes. Like if I feel like I've gotten enough out of it, but I have students who are so driven that they want to do more and I'll go, Well, we can stay here another week or we can move on to something completely different. And often they'll go, Please something different. Right. You know, because it's been yeah. two or three weeks or whatever it is. And I've been playing this for two hours a day for the last two yeah. weeks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. So th that's my number one. Now, number two, mm -hmm. and this is oddly enough a little bit in conflict with the teacher one, which is when they play exceedingly well. They came in and they play their absolute best. Mm -hmm. And then they think. Like they were in the practice room. Yeah. I'm in the great. I'm the greatest trumpet player in the world. And I showed my teacher how good I am. Mm -hmm. And they can think that's really great. And listen, there's some value in that in hearing your student absolutely play their best. Right. But there's oftentimes not a ton to say at that point. So mm -hmm. from the teacher perspective can be like, that's yeah. really, really good. So here's what next time we're going to move on and do this or next time yeah. we're going to move on and do this. But, you know, make sure that the teacher does actually recognize you are playing your best. And I do hear that because otherwise, like, well, Gil did with me kind of leave me. Yeah. So next one, <laughs> you know, let's let's recognize what's going on. But yeah, you do need to reward that that effort and that work and that. Yeah. Product. Yeah. Because the other side of that, the other side of the checklist lesson, when everything gets checked and everything gets done, is when you have to break down and go after something. Mm -hmm. And not to derail, you know, to get away from your list, but no, please go. Because I, I brought this what, as a framework. Yeah. What I love is the breakthrough lesson. Right. Like when there's this thing that just stumble, 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 and then you stop, you pull over, you wait, you just grab another book off the shelf with a different exercise that mimics whatever it is, and you just really go after this concept, and then you plug it back in again. But that takes time. Yeah. That can take, you know, let's say it's a 15 or 20 minutes out of a lesson to talk about this one thing, and they leave thinking, like, that was a waste. I wasted that. But I'm like, we finally fixed that thing. Yeah. I love the breakthrough. Yes. I, I want that. Of course. In a lesson. But see, this gets me to number three for both. Mm -hmm. You're right on the edge of it. Okay. And that's when the light bulb goes on. There it is. And both people in the room know it. Yes. Yeah. Right? That's when, the break. When, yeah, when, the, when we as the teacher know it and when the student goes, oh, so you're saying and can do it. Yeah. And it's like. Yes, this is what we've been talking about. Oh, so this is that thing you've been talking about for weeks or months or years, and it's like mm -hmm. the light bulb goes on, all clicks in, and suddenly it's it's actionable, it's reproducible, it's something that they yeah. can actually un completely understand and then do. So this is cool because so we have brass choir on Tuesday nights, which I'm wagging for. Wagger, wagging. And uh, you, and bring so your, you, you put all of your batons in one gig bag for that? I don't <laughs> have a bag kick? for my batons. Sure I have a do. trumpet case. Yeah, of course you do. Yeah. So anyway, but I'm talking about a different concept in there. We were talking about the concept of spin a couple of weeks ago, like spinning mm -hmm. the sound, you know, sustaining it and making it go somewhere. And so a student come into his lesson the next day and say, I don't get that. When you, I don't understand what that is. So we just pulled over for a few minutes and talked about that concept and talked about it physically and how, how it worked and what it did in the sound and all that and spent some time with it. But man, by the end of that, 
like half of that lesson, he's doing it. Right. Yeah. And it was so, it was that light bulb for him and the whole thing kind of came together. And that, yes, that is a great lesson. There's no doubt yeah. about it. I, it's I the this... only reason I teach is for right. those moments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the but, only, it's the only reason I love those moments. Yeah. yeah. And it happens with both. I had a student a couple of years ago. Oh, he was fabulous. Great lead player. And he came into my office, sat down and said, I can't play high B flats. And I said, well, that, and you said that, that's the that, most that, ridiculous thing you've ever I said. I did say, oh, I've heard you do this. That's crazy. So we kind of worked all the way through and he's, Drilling double B flats for you, and there was something. Joey in, believes in you more than you believe in you. <laughs> but, he, but the funny part. Turn. But the funny part was he came back the next week and said this to me: "I don't know what you did last week, but I can't. <laughs> I can't play high B flats. Right? He doubled right. down. Yeah. So double we went, down. We, we went back around. And we're like, okay, remember? Boom, boom. And it, I watch it just kind of like because the week before he's like, okay. Okay. He didn't okay. believe it, and he was playing it, but he didn't really believe it. The second week, <laughs> he's like. Oh, so you're just saying this is like it's just this easy? It can't just be this easy. I said, well, just play. And he's like, bing. And I was like, oh, it is just that easy. I'm like, <laughs> oh, there you go. There it was. Bam. He he, yeah. he owned it then. Right. And that was the difference. And he owned it. I knew he owned it. So he knew it was a great lesson. I knew it was a great lesson because, boy, that was the, you know, to get some ownership mm-hmm. over mm-hmm. a concept or a technique or a, mu- or a piece of music, you know, when that happens in that room, in the room, mm-hmm. there's nothing like it. But what that takes is something that's on my list, which is a student with an open attitude, right? Totally. Or with, with that, yeah. with that attitude of like, Hey, whatever it is, I'm willing to try it. Not, do you get, oh, do you get students I, who are closed off here? No, usually not. But I mean, everybody's to a certain degree is, has the potential to say, well, I don't know, but I did this. And my last teacher said that, you <laughs> yeah. know, I get students that will start off with, well, I'm not quite sure. I'm like, you know, you got to either do this or do this. And, and others, I mean, I, I, <laughs> I have a new master's in this year. I said, can we uh, talk about this thing? And he's like, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> right. And but the next week, I'm like, well, that seems to be gone. Well, yeah, what you said this week really made some sense. So I've been practicing. I'm like, holy crap, that was fast. <laughs> yeah. Just like, boom, wide open and let's go. Yeah. Do you have, do you have this experience where you'll um, you'll work with a student and say, look, I want you to practice these couple of things this week. Experiment with this. Just experiment with it, and then come back and we'll, next week and we'll talk yes. about it. And the student comes back in and says. How come you never told me I sucked before? <laughs> Actually, I have this discussion on a regular basis. Yeah. The hard part is most of them now haven't seen the movie The Matrix, right? Because mm. what I say is if you remember the beginning of that movie, you know, Morpheus offers Keanu Reeves the, the red blue, the red pill the or the pill blue of, pill. Yes. So you can I either love that you mix the names. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, so so, so he, he's Drago basically punches Sylvester Stallone in the face. <laughs> Not Sly Herseth, though. Sly Stallone. Um, let's keep that going. So, but so in the movie, they offer you the choice. Okay, we've shown you what the real world is. Now you could live blissfully unaware of this if you'd like, or you can stay. What I tell them is, we don't give you the choice here. We don't give you the choice. That's what happens. I have students come in like, I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm terrible. I said, no, no, you're not terrible. You're good. But now you know what's actually out in front of you. Right. Now you know what great is and what professional and world class is. And you know that's the goal. And you know you're not there yet, which is fine. But, right. you know, especially if you're coming out, if you're a high school trumpet player and you're a good high school trumpet player and your band director has been telling you, you're the best and the brightest. And then you go somewhere like here, you know, which is a good music school where most of the kids here were being told that. Yes. And if you're a freshman and then there are master students and doctoral students who are much older and have a lot more experience for you, and then you hear them. And what happens? We've talked about this a lot. You focus on what your weaknesses and their strengths. And you're like, oh, my gosh, I'm terrible. I'm like, no, you're not terrible. You're self-aware. Yeah. And there's a difference. Right. Yes. Your but ears are open. I have that conversation several times yeah. a year. Yeah. Yeah. Also, when the light bulb goes off, I do have a student. Um, let's call her Alessandra, just for, <laughs> for example. Just for, for example. A made up name. As yeah. an example. So, so she's she's really funny about the light bulb when it goes off. She's like, Well, you know, you really should have told me this a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. At which My, point you say, this is all I have been saying for a year. Yeah. 
The only really difficulty funny. I have with students with this kind of thing is if they're from New Jersey. That's the only <laughs> time they, they question. But I, I will say this, and I do love this, because we did talk about this with a student who we'll just call, I don't know, Jasmine. Jasmine. For example. For example. For example. Uh, I love, a, I think a great lesson is defined by a lot of questions. Yeah. Yeah. Like a lot of questions. Feel free to ask. And maybe, I don't know, leaving with more questions than you came in with might also be good. Yeah. Uh, and the other thing for me is a great conversation. I think it should be conversant. I don't think it should just be, you do this, do this, don't say anything. I want dialogue. Yeah. I've had some students that take a while for that, especially uh, very polite young students. And they think their job is to listen and do what I say. And I'm like, oh, that's not the game we're playing here. We don't have like, that problem in New Jersey. <laughs> yeah. So we have, you know, we have the idea of we're on, we're on your team. I'm like, we're both on your team to help you get better at this. We're both involved, mm -hmm. you know. So I'm going to need to know what you're thinking and what you want to know. I right. love it when they're engaged and doing some self-evaluation. I think a lot of students don't come in being self-aware. They just play and they just go for it, mm -hmm. and which is great. Um, but I do need you to to be able to do a lot of evaluation on your own because I'm not in the room with you the other six well, days of the week. That's the thing. We so we had studio today and we read um well, we read Sacred Walls. Oh, Trump studio today. Yeah. There we go. The five or six? Uh the six. There we go. Yeah. The real yeah. one. With the pedal A? He, no, he the was missing pedal. today. I have a student with a gray pedal A on B flat trumpet. Yeah, it works beautiful. great. <laughs> it's awesome. I'll never forget um, that church game we did and just watching the trumpet teachers going. What's going on? What? There's, there's no it's like we... an undertone or something. It's not an overtone. <laughs> it was great. But so we finished, right? We finished and I go, uh, all right, where do you want to jump in? And I said to the person on the end, uh, let's call her Jasmine. Um, <laughs> Jasmine ticket a normally this week. In, in, she is, in most, most chamber groups, the person with the number one on the page will be the person running the rehearsal. Now, if this were Trauma Mundi rehearsal, who's playing yes. third? Who's playing third? <laughs> okay, you're running this. <laughs> Always. Uh, but, you know, I was like, what do you, what do we got? What do you hear? What do you want to talk about? And, of course, super sheepish. And I'm like, no, 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 you have a list, you know. You have a template here. What are we going to go after? Okay, well, tone, tune, touch, time. They they know they have sure. the things that they can use to do that. But that's it. Like you're saying, Brian, if you really think about it, they spend an hour a week with us. Right. Yeah. The rest of the time is on their own trying to it's figure it out. Them. Right. You know, now I have a ton of students recording lessons. Most mm -hmm. of them record yep. lessons, which yeah. is great because they can refer back to it. Uh, and, and Joey, I've heard you say this a bunch of times too in clinics or whatever, you know, somebody finishes playing something and the first thing you say all the time is self-assess. Yeah. Right. What do you go? What did you think? Yeah. How my students make fun of me and I've heard them do that. I was like, because yeah. I played something like when I was in, uh, in our studio class and we're all playing, they're like, well, you play. And so I played something and immediately they all say, so how do you think that went? Wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> yeah. But you also said something a second ago that really resonated. And this was on my list too. And that is, I think it's a great lesson when both people involved are learning. Yeah. So, because I oh, constantly sure. am like, I, this is how I think, you know, over the years you get better at doing this thing because you're paying attention and you're learning from every student. So then when you start to see things down the road, this just becomes, oh yeah, I've seen this. I know this, I've processed this. I know this won't work. I know this will. Um, yeah. But, but or, think, while that way of explaining did not work at all. Yeah. Right. But if, you know, right. But if you, if you leave a lesson thinking like, you know, kind of wanting to thank the student. Yes. Didn't you know you're in a really good headspace? Like, you know, yeah, you're doing the work. This this was great. Thanks for asking the com the questions you did or whatever. I think that's a great sign. Oh. You know, as, as you reflect on lessons, I think that's a good way to tell. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I agree. I did have a student this week um, had his lesson, and he was playing very well. We're talking about music and nuance. And, and he said, I, re I really feel like this, this lesson is like one of the best lessons I've had. And I said, well, did we talk about how to play the trumpet at all today? And he mm -hmm. said, no. <laughs> so what do we spend the last two years talking about? He's like, oh, how to play the trumpet. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're talking about music. We're talking about making a gesture. We're talking about making some, some real artful decisions. That's a mm -hmm. different space. Well, I yeah. think it, it depends on the student too. Uh, not all the lessons I have are, uh, they're not cookie cutter by any stretch because right. I'm dealing with a wide variety of people. 
Right. And so, sure, the approach is the same. I want to get to certain things, and I want to make sure I cover things, but the way we interact and the way we go about it and the nature of that conversation is different across the board. Oh, absolutely. It really is. There are yep. teachers out there who will follow the formula. We do this in our lesson to start. We do this as the second thing in our lesson. This is the third thing in our lesson. This is the fourth thing. And then thank you very much. See you next week. And you're yeah. out. And you're out. And that's that just helps, what they do. That helps the hour go by, and I know exactly how long it's going to take. And that's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I don't have to yeah. think very hard about it. Mm -hmm. I did have a funny thing. I'll, I'll give this up. I have a student. Um, we'll just call him Andrew. <laughs> and uh, he studied with me in high school, came to school here, and it worked out his freshman year, his first year, that uh, his lesson was at such a time when I really could use a cup of coffee. <laughs> and I have a Kurg in the office, and I felt bad, like the first lesson in the fall. I'm like, because like, normally I'll say to a student, hey, do you mind if I drink coffee? Have a cup? No. I've got, oh, I hate the smell of coffee. Okay, I won't do it, you know, whatever. Yeah. He goes, no, that's, that's fine. I'm like, do you want one? Right. For his lesson. Sure. We've known each other a long time. He goes, well, is that okay? You know, cause he's in college now he's transitioned into college. I'm like, right. yeah, no, you're, you can, you're bonafide. You're bo yeah. You can have, you can have coffee. Just don't tell anyone else. Cause I don't want to have to buy that much. Right. <laughs> he's like, yeah. So now he's a sophomore. We have coffee every lesson. <laughs> it's just become a thing. It's my one hour of the week. He comes in. I'm like, you good? He goes, yeah, I can't wait. I'm like, okay. <laughs> fire up the curry <laughs> but the nature of our lessons and and it works out really well for him like the pacing of what he's doing you know with the embouchure work that we're doing and everything else it's just the pacing of his lessons is slower but he is you know yeah he's climbing it's doing great that's awesome so, and i've got others i have some new students this year who are go 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 they are what type a wired you know right. and i love teaching them because they come in every week with like it's ready right <laughs> and it's awesome right. You know, so, but everybody's different. I think the cool thing about this is that maybe we're just starting the conversation. Maybe the greatest thing that'll come out of this is that people will start to talk to their students about, hey, what do you, what's a great lesson to you? What does yeah. that look like? You know, and, uh, well, and take the, the time and, and take the time and invest in, in the way their students are feeling and, and what, where they're coming from. I talked to you a lot yeah. about this, Bill, about you know, <clears throat> teaching more than the, the trumpet. And I think it's, I think it's super helpful. What do you say to teachers who are like, oh, the student didn't practice, they're out. I just send them out. Nope. We've nope. had that discussion. That Leave. doesn't happen. Yeah. No. Just, that's not a thing. You just can't do that. No. No. You got to teach them what to do. And you could, yeah, not and you can look at it. what not to. You look at it a couple different ways. You could look at it as, hey, it's your responsibility to do the right thing here and keep them and help them no matter what. Mm -hmm. That's that's an hour that they paid for to be with you. Yes. Yeah. Or Once, if that... If that doesn't work for you, then just know that you are making them more miserable by making them stay. <laughs> yeah, I, right, right. Sure, exactly. Sometimes that, they earn and you that. And put them through the ringer of like, this is what Absolutely. practice looks like and you're not doing it. And I do yeah. that on a regular basis. But also the idea of once I accept a student into my studio, that means I'm making a commitment to them. Yes. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. So it's not just that they've, you know, oh, they didn't practice. They didn't honor their half of it. Well, I've still got half of it that I am honoring. Yeah. And I'm staying in there. We're going. We're going to go work through it. Exactly. Yeah, and maybe there's yeah. a reason something's happening in their life that they didn't, they couldn't spend the time that mm -hmm. week. Right. Yeah. Something else well, is going on and you can help them with that. I learned that from Keith a long time ago. You know, that's, we start with, Hey, how's it going? How's everything? How's the dorm? How's the food? How's your family? That's right. You how's know, the, because if all that stuff's broken, you're not going to get to the trumpet. <laughs> and I've had students push off on that before and go, I'm fine. Let's play. I'm good. Let's play. And of course the playing just disintegrates within minutes and you're like okay it would have been easier if you just answered me you know at first <laughs> we could have left some of that baggage yeah exactly, some exactly. Of that baggage. yeah all right boys time for no offense if you think it's always going to be easy and every lesson is going to be a feel-good experience you're doing it wrong <laughs> sometimes the real work the real challenges are not easy to face and sometimes growth can be discouraging but have no fear because great lessons take on many shapes and forms couldn't be more true the time you know you walk in there and play great and your teacher's like good work keep it up sir that's easy mm -hmm. but the time where you go in there and everything falls apart and you start putting it back together is at least as valuable. Oh, more valuable. Yeah. 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 
moving forward? Do you walk out going, okay, now I know what I've got to go do? You need mm-hmm. tools for when it falls apart, when you're right. out in the real world. And again, yeah. when, not if. Yes. You know, yeah. Things things are going to go wrong. So if they happen inside of a lesson and you learn how to deal with them, that's invaluable experience. Yeah. I mean, the 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 four years that you're in doing, especially undergrad school, right? Mm-hmm. Man, that is a sanctuary in which you can figure out a bunch of stuff. You can yeah. screw up a, a lot and figure it out. And then the microcosm of that is your your week, you know, your time with your teacher every week. Yeah. That is really sanctuary where if it's going to break, that's where you want it to break. Mm-hmm. Right? Then that's your that's lab. Where you that's can, where you get help. That's where that's you figure it. everything out. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. For sure. All right, boys. Well, that should about do it for today. Stay tuned. Tell your friends and neighbors and be on the lookout for a great lesson. So long for now. Remember to keep an open mind, but more importantly, an open bell.